So we are going to be moving now straight away into our Straight Talk segment, and we are so grateful to be joined by Father Joseph Barrett. Good morning to you, Father. Oh, good morning. <laughs> We're so happy that you're with us this morning. Well, it's good, great to be here. <laughs> oh, well, welcome, welcome. Uh, we, um, we have a couple giveaways, too, so for our listeners... Um, we have a beautiful St. Benedict plaque and a beautiful Advent wreath with a, a three-minute devotional book that comes with that. But you have to call in with a question for Father Joseph Barrett. And you can do that at 877-795-0122. That's 877-795-0122. You can also submit questions on Facebook. Uh, look us up on Facebook and submit a question, although you will not be uh, eligible for the, the giveaways on Facebook. So if you want to get in on that action, you got to call 877-795-0122. And the first caller will win the St. Benedict's plaque, and the second one will win the Advent wreath. That sounds good to me. Uh yeah, we need to. We I know we always need to get a new set of candles every year because they those ones burn down quick. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Well, that's good that you're using it. Oh yeah, it's when you open up the box and it hasn't been lit yet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, awesome. Well, thanks for being with us, Father. I know you had a bit of a drive this morning, right? Um, yes. <laughs> <laughs> How were the roads? Actually, the roads were good. Oh, good. Good. That's good to hear. Yeah, we uh, our listening area got dumped on pretty well. Yes, absolutely. You know, over the whole weekend. I mean, I think our whole 10 diocese area received a good amount. Yeah. Oh, yeah. In fact, I canceled all my masses yesterday. Did you? Yeah. yeah. I usually don't do. Oh, <laughs> yeah. wow. I know. Wow. I was I was in Park Rapids, Minnesota, where I'm from yesterday, and, and the masses got canceled there. I was fortunately happy to be able to make it back to Fargo in time for an evening mass. Oh, nice. Night, so that was nice. Nice. That yeah. is wonderful. Well, welcome to Straight Talk, and boy, there's all kinds of things we could visit with Father Joseph Barrett about, mm -hmm. uh, but again, uh, we want you to give a call to 877-795-0122. Uh, the Straight Talk show really, uh, our callers and people who write in is what make it so wonderful. Uh, you can ask a question that, you know, maybe is on your heart about Advent. Uh, maybe you have a, a question there or you would like to um, share something with us uh, that's just on your mind that's going on in the world and how our Catholic faith would respond to that. So just give us a call, 877-795-0122. So, Father Barrett, uh, you know, now that we're moving into Advent, and, and you didn't actually get to have the first Sunday of Advent with your congregation, no. <laughs> right, what, what would your message have been to your congregation to, to launch Advent? Um, that we are preparing for God mm -hmm. and preparing preparing for him to come into our life in a real way and we're preparing of course for the baby jesus mm -hmm. you know the coming and us listening to the show like usually you don't put it in the crash until christmas day you yeah know, we're preparing in advent but also from to come into our life in a deeper way you know into our daily life into our work life you know and to be that witness and to be yeah mm -hmm. to have god with us to evangelize mm -hmm. yeah absolutely it's always I, i'm always struck by the the fact that you know in advent we have you know, multiple characters of kind of this preparation for the Lord, right? I mean, we have kind of the one of the initial coming of Jesus as a baby. Uh, we, I think of, uh, I think it's sometimes spoken of as past, present, and future. That Jesus came as a baby, and there's that that mode of preparation in Advent, uh, certainly for the the first part that 
that were preparing for Jesus and this, this, what all of creation was kind of groaning for is a savior from, from the fall of Adam and Eve. But there's also a present preparation that we're, we're preparing. When we go to Mass, we're preparing to receive the Lord now in the Holy Eucharist, right? That the Lord is coming um, and he's coming into us, into our hearts and, and minds. And then finally at the end of time that there'll be the second coming where the Lord comes and takes all of his people back to him, right? Yes, he will come again. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, and even the readings yesterday at Mass, I mean, it's it's uh, the example of the the one farmer, you know, and the other farmer, and then the wife, you know, the one woman and the other woman, yeah. and, you know, and just how swift and quick it will be in that second coming, and to be ready. Yes, because you never know. Exactly. Yeah. So we invite you to get in on the conversation with Father Joseph Barrett at 877-795-0122. You get your chance at the awesome St. Benedict plaque here uh, carved at Hurley's. And then also the Advent uh, wreath and, uh, and three-minute devotional to kind of help guide us spiritually through this Advent season. So, Father, there's, there's some kind of... Um, I don't know, I suppose they're, what would you call them, puzzling um, aspects of Catholicism when we speak of, of you know, the, we had talked a little bit about, ago about uh, the body and soul, like that, that we're not merely spiritual, but that we're also physical. And so as Catholics, we have this kind of weird thing of relics, right? What's right. that all about? <laughs> it can seem weird. I was thinking of a couple of things. Um, I went to school at Holy Apostle Seminary in Connecticut, and one day we made a trip to St. Edmund's Shrine. And they had the guy's forearm. <laughs> I'm not oh, kidding. Yeah, really? yeah. <laughs> and it was kind of cool and weird at the same time. <laughs> Just, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I think uh, down south of Fargo here at St. Benedict's, we have there's a, a skull of, uh, I think it was the first priest in the, the wall of the church there, which is kind of a, a weird, wild thing that uh, we Catholics do. And there's a painting of John Vianney. Yeah. And he's at his desk writing, and he's got a skull next to him. Oh, yeah. They, yeah. That, uh, <laughs> the remember death that, that the uh, early church fathers would <laughs> recite to one another, that we're, we're only here for so long, right? Yes, that's true. And um, and I guess it goes with the physical, you know, and mm -hmm. when you were talking about the woodworking, mm -hmm. that God created this physical world, and it's not an evil world. It's mm -hmm. not, you know, we didn't go along with God's will. Yeah. And so we tainted it. But it's not evil in and of itself. Right. You know, it's good. And, um, and that our bodies are good, too. You know, and when God created Adam and Eve, after he got done, he said, this is very good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then when Jesus came, he took on flesh. And the one thing I was thinking about just on the drive up here, when Jesus rose, he was flesh and blood, too. And he made a point of telling the apostles that. He said, I'm not a ghost. Feel me. I'm flesh and blood. Mm -hmm. And then when he was on the beach, he ate a piece of fish in front of him, you know, to show that, sure. <laughs> that I'm real, that this creation's real. And so it's good. And we're temples of the Holy Spirit, and you would honor a temple. And then where I think the relics could be misconstrued, some people might say, well, it's not honoring it. Man, that's kind of, you know, cute. But it is honoring it, you know, and mm -hmm. venerating it. And we don't worship them in the sense we worship God. Right, yeah. right. But it's remembrance. And the other thing I was thinking about, I've got a relic of my dad's. I think I talked about this last time. I have one of my dad's motorcycle jackets, his leather jacket. Mm -hmm. And it's starting to fall apart now. And if it was my jacket, I would either give it to Goodwill or throw it in the trash, but it's my dad's, so it hangs in my closet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They, it is, uh, the relics are so important because they, they, they lead us to just know that holy man or woman even more. You know, it's like uh, 
there's a, a piece of them that is visible that we can really unite with their holy life on earth and and be an example for us how to lead our lives mm-hmm. right and it does in a sense bring us closer uh-huh. and kind of like getting an autograph or remember when i was real young i saw this um duo strums at fry they were guitarists i didn't normally like classical music mm. <laughs> but they played and i wrote them a letter and said i'm learning guitar too you know oh, yeah. <laughs> and they sent me a dvd and an autographed picture man i treasured that oh, thing because oh, <laughs> sure, sure. i felt closer to strums and farai <laughs> uh-huh. and and it inspired you maybe to play that guitar yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah that's great yeah. that is great we do have um we do have someone on air. Yep. So So Trisha, we've got Trisha from Felton, Minnesota calling in. Trisha, good morning to you. Good morning. Awesome. How are so you? Been, great, great. Glad, glad you could be online with us here. Uh, you got a question for Father Joseph Barrett this morning. What's that, Trisha? Yes. All right, well, I have a question like for Advent when you're preparing for Jesus and stuff. What kind of things can you do to prepare you and your family besides prayer? Like do you prepare like you do for Lent? Will you fast and give things up and do extra things or what? Um, normally, I don't fast during Advent, but it's becoming more popular, I'd mm-hmm. say. Yeah, that it is. It's because it is comparable to Lent, that we're preparing for Christ, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and really preparing for Easter, it's joyful, the resurrection, but the birth is joyful too. But preparing things like the Advent candles, I think, mm-hmm. are really good. Having rituals with your family, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, even prepares before meal okay. and just you know preparing your heart for God. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, and and right. even the. So, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Trisha. Oh, so like the Advent candles. Should you light it, the candle every day during the week as the week progresses, just like at a certain point? And then, are there certain prayers you can pray as you light that candle, or what? Um, yeah, there are prayers available. Mm-hmm. Didn't bring any with me. <laughs> <laughs> Although, Trisha, you're, you're fortunate because you, uh, you won the Advent wreath, and so you also get this three-minute devotional that uh, will help to guide through Advent. So that's a <laughs> And Trisha, it's really beautiful because, uh, I guess to answer your question, on the, the messages of hope for Advent and Christmas 2019, these three-minute devotions, there is one for each day. And so you would be able to light your candle um, for that particular week at, you know each day and yeah. and uh, read through this devotional and if you have young children um, you know boy have a, a special time of the day where you can all be present together yeah. uh, how special that would be and and it's a beautiful devotional I know even our churches uh, our parish uh, gave out a devotional for Lent and it's uh, it's really on uh, the saints which is really cool uh, where you can read about a saint a day Mm. Um, you know, in that devotional, uh, which ties right back into the relics uh, that we were just talking about with Father. Um, getting to know more of the lives of the saints can really help us prepare for Jesus' incarnation. Many of them uh, wrote about the incarnation of yeah. Jesus. And um, so beautiful ways that you can prepare for Christmas. I know one thing as a dad, too. We Our kids got these uh, placemats, these Advent wreath placemats uh, that we'll have at the table during during um, supper at well during during advent and so when it's supper time they they have a little pictures of of an advent wreath and they can color in the candle flames with uh with a little yellow marker and then it has uh, four different prayers one for each week of advent and so we'll pray that specific prayer about preparing our hearts for jesus uh, as part of our supper 
uh, meal prayers. So that's kind of a fun thing to do yeah, as a family. Wonderful. The kids love memorizing those prayers, and, and we were just talking about those again yesterday. Well, thank you so much, Tricia, for the phone call, and uh, congratulations on winning the Advent wreath and the, the devotional booklet that comes with it. Uh, thank you. Thanks, Tricia. All right. Well, we also have another caller on the line. We have Mark from Williston, and Mark has won the St. Benedict plaque. Uh, but I know that, that you didn't call in just to get a plaque, right, Mark? What's, you've got a question for Father Barrett. I do have a question. Thank you for taking my call. Yes. Uh, ad- adoration, uh, which I do daily, or I can't say daily, but weekly, uh, when we come up to the uh, pew and... I see a lot of people that will bow or go down to both knees and bow. And some of us can't get down to kneel, but I usually just bow. I, I don't know if that would be correct way to do it or not, or should I go through all the, the misery and pain to, to get down to both knees? And the final question is, what should a person say when you do bow? I mean, you're you're to the Lord. Is it something special we should say, or is it just something that I don't have their own? Anything special, but if I was bound in adoration, probably thank you, Jesus, or I love you, Jesus, mm-hmm. is what would come to mind. Sure. <laughs> and, yeah, and as far as the bowing, yeah, that's fine. And um, I'm fairly young. I'm getting a little older now, <laughs> long in the tooth. But I could still genuflect pretty good. But sometimes I'll say Mass with a priest that really can't genuflect. Mm-hmm. And we learned in the seminary, you do whatever he does. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and not to judge people either, because yeah. you don't know, even yeah. like young people sometimes, they could have something, you know, a knee right. problem or something, not to judge people. No. You know, oh, man, that right. guy's not genuflected. That's not what it's about, you know. <laughs> but to show the reverence before we get in the pew. Right, right. Yeah. And, and that's, okay. Mark, that's the key thing is, the reverence and, and the disposition of your heart, mind, and soul when you're before Christ and the, you know, the real presence uh, of Christ at adoration or in the Blessed Sacrament or even before we receive the Eucharist uh, at Mass. I mean, it's mm-hmm. all at the real presence and what's in your, your heart, mind, and soul and how you prepare. Um, God knows what's in your heart and knows what you're capable and not capable of, and, um, and there's no judgment there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think that's a great thing that you do, Mark. Is you know, because we want to reflect in some way bodily our devotion internally too. And so, uh, you know, if if genuflecting or kneeling is is a physically uh, very difficult, then a bowing still accomplishes that. Right. It's not you know what we do as Catholics is not you know magic formulas or that sort of thing. It's it's simply expressing bodily and spiritually the truth of our love and devotion for the Lord and, re- and receiving his, uh, his love for us as well and his mercy, right? Right. Oh, we thank you so much for the call, Mark. And, and I, I guess I could reiterate what Father Joseph Barrett said. Uh, thank you, Jesus. Thank yeah. you, Jesus, uh, yeah. That, uh, yeah, that you're able to be present with him. Yep. Yeah. And congratulations once again, Mark, on yeah. winning this awesome St. Benedict plaque. You're going to love it. It's gorgeous. It is so oh. beautiful. Okay. Awesome. Thank well, you, you have a happy Advent. I don't have nothing. You do now, and I don't have nothing to change then. I you, just, I, yes. it's, it's always bothered me a little bit. So. Oh, oh. <laughs> well, God bless you, Mark. Yep. You have a wonderful Advent. Yep. Yeah. Thanks, Mark. <laughs> All right. Thank well, you. We, 
All right, thanks. We want to invite the rest of our callers to uh, our listeners to call in and become callers at 877-795-0122. You can call in and get your questions answered by Father Joseph Barrett. You can submit questions on Facebook as well. Uh, the, the two uh, gifts have been one already, the St. Benedict plaque and the Advent wreath. So, you know, now it's all fair game. You can call <laughs> in and just leave your question with the, the, the screeners, or you can uh, submit your question on Facebook or, or call in and sp- speak with Father Barrett. Again, that's 877-795-0122. Yeah, and please call in because, like I say, uh, the Street Talk show is for you. Uh, it's not for Brad. It's not for me. It's a, it's not for Father Joseph Barrett. Yeah. <laughs> it's <laughs> It's for uh, you to ask questions uh, so that, you know, your what's on your thoughts, uh, what's on your mind, uh, is quite possibly what's on a hundred other people's minds mm-hmm. in our listening area, like Mark's call from Williston, you know, about the genuflecting or the kneeling or the profound bow, you know, before the the um, monstrance with uh, a real presence of Jesus there. Um, so, yeah, please ask, please call, uh, or if you have a comment on anything. You know, there's a lot of things in the news lately. Um, you know, I don't know if anyone saw where the husband washed uh, his wife's feet, or mm-hmm. her feet, yeah. at the wedding reception instead of tossing the garter. Mm-hmm. You know, we have um, Christmas is a big time for engagements yeah. and yes. preparations for weddings and how beautiful this story was. Yeah. Yeah, that was. I saw that link. Uh-huh. <laughs> that was so cool. And um, to show reverence for women. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking about this as I read it that I think a lot of, with the modern ethics and the modern sexual morals, it actually, yeah, they yeah. talk about women's rights and war on women, but we actually Case. devalue women with that. You know, don't show them the respect they deserve, you know, the respect they have as God's creation. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And like Janine said, this is a time where a lot of people get uh, engaged at Christmas here. And, and I think that is, uh, it's a beautiful expression of what marriage is supposed to be. Yes. Right? Oh, and then the one thing you'll get from husbands or people laugh, you know, to obey, you know, submit and obey that one right, yeah. scripture reading. <laughs> right. But the, there's always the uh, the caveat that the, the husband is supposed to lay down his life, life for the Christ wife, if right? you read the whole reading. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So, Father, w- the readings here at this time during Advent, they kind of point us in this, this you know, specific uh, mode of preparation, as we've mentioned many times. Uh, the readings for today, have you, uh, have you begun... Well, I haven't said that yet today. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, before that, we do have another caller. Uh, we have we have actually two uh, people here. So first, Linda from Montevideo. Uh, what is your question, Linda? Welcome. Thank you. The uh, as a Eucharistic minister, when uh, the little ones come up with their parents, they always want you to pat them on the head or the shoulder mm. and. I always say Jesus loves you, and I'm wondering if this is enough or appropriate or what? It's a great uh, question. It is. Mm-hmm. And now, when I was taught in the seminary, you're really not supposed to bless kids like mm-hmm. that, that the blessings at the end of Mass. But I'll be honest with you, I bless them. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I say, my God, give you health, happiness, yeah. holiness, and peace. Yep. And then I'm kind of a cool priest. I'll usually give them a fist bump after it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, yeah. So, so as a Eucharistic minister, though, Linda is a Eucharistic minister, what should she say, Father? I would say God be with you. In fact, it yeah. sounds you're doing something very yeah. appropriate, yeah. you know, yeah. just to acknowledge him. There's yeah. a, so there's a distinction to be made, though, as a, as a cleric, as a, as a member of the clergy, an ordained minister of the church. There's a spiritual 
authority, a spiritual fatherhood that you have over all the lay people, right? And in, similar, in a similar way, we as parents have that similar sort of authority over our children, a spiritual authority where we can give blessings and you as a priest can give blessings. But a lay person really doesn't have that spiritual right. authority, right? That is true. And especially in a liturgical setting like that, you know, like you can bless your kids at night, but... So, so I mean, to say something yeah. like Jesus loves you is fine, but yeah. to, to offer a blessing probably wouldn't be appropriate for a lay extraordinary minister of Holy Communion, right? Right, I would agree with that. That it's And especially during communion, during the Mass, yeah. it's the priest that gives a blessing. Yeah. Great. Well, thank you, Linda, so much for your question. Yep, thank thanks. you. Yeah, thanks thank for being you. on with us, Linda. Yeah, oh, now we have, uh, we have a question here. Um, from Janine McAllister, welcome. Thank you, thank you, Thanks thank you. Thanks for having us here. My name is Janine McAllister, and I am the mother of Bridget Bowden and Mark McAllister at awesome. Hurley's. Awesome. <laughs> and I have been so blessed. I have been so blessed to have 11 grandchildren, and they're all in the city of Fargo. Mm. And we get to go to church together. We get to pray together. Mm. But. It's really important to get your children involved in the preparation of Advent. Mm -hmm. Don't do it all for them. They need to be par participants. They need to do it. Mm -hmm. I have a fourth grader, and she is such a creative child. Mm -hmm. A year ago, when I was diagnosed with stage 4 brain cancer, mm. she came up with an Advent wreath for mm. me. And what she did <laughs> is she took a tube from inside of a paper roll and she covered it with yellow so that it looked like a candle mm. and then proceeded to make four paper candles. Uh. The amount of scotch tape she used was <laughs> phenomenal. <laughs> but you know what? They all stood up. They all stood up. Awesome. And, then, and then she proceeded to make four flames to, because she felt grandma should maybe not have candles in her house right now <laughs> <laughs> and grandma remember remember you can only put in one flame at a time mm. so and I do and I have it on my counter. That's cool. I have the first flame in. So get your children involved. Yeah. Let their creativity flow. And these are the times they will remember. Mm. That's, That's wonderful. Awesome. And, you know, Janine makes a good point, too, that you don't have to call in just with questions. You can call in with comments or encouragements or yes. for this Advent season or really with anything re with regard to our faith. Absolutely. And so you can you can do that by calling 877-795-0122 at 877-795-0122 um suggest what what you do for advent. I mean th I think that would be a great thing to to have our listeners share practice common practices that they might do in their homes ways of of preparing ourselves and our families our children uh to celebrate Jesus because that's one of the things that that is so difficult in our culture right now is that this season is kind of all about you know gifts and and that sort of thing and and you know we always talk about you know Jesus is the reason for the season um, and so it can be really hard to actually experience the joy of the mm -hmm. incarnation at Christmas right I mean because 
where there's so much buildup, but it's really all about exchanging gifts to a large degree. And um, well, and, so you can and be even, desensitized to it. Yeah, yeah, and even more so, it's uh, at Halloween. You're seeing Christmas already mm-hmm. being set up. And then I was glad to see some pushback uh, about, can we at least celebrate Thanksgiving mm. first? So that was really good to see from a secular perspective yeah. that some people were kind of pushing back a little bit. And and then we as Catholics, definitely with the Advent season, mm-hmm. and to, to wait and prepare. And, and it's okay to decorate your homes and maybe just not do it all at once like space it out and gradually prepare for jesus's incarnation to enter into our home yeah you know yeah well we thank janine so much for yeah. joining us well, thank, thank you, you yeah. and god bless all of you your ministry is phenomenal Aww. just phenomenal when i'm out on the road when i could drive mm. it's just phenomenal mm. a few weeks ago about six weeks ago I had a neighbor who tried to commit suicide. Mm. And you know what? Real presence that week had on about suicide. Mm. It was so healing. It was so... And she's doing okay now. Wow, praise God. Thank you for sharing that, Janine. I I asked Mary to intercede. I Mm. prayed so hard Mm. for her. For Mary to intercede. I said, I know what it's like for you to lose a son. Mm. Mm -hmm. I said, please, these three little children next door need their mama. Yeah, Yeah. no kidding. kidding. So I'm so thankful for real presence. Well, praise God. Praise the Lord. Oh. We yeah, that is something, too, for our listeners. Uh, if you'd like to call and talk about, um, you know, the the season of Christmas between Thanksgiving and Christmas, um, it's hard for a lot of people who mm-hmm. have lost loved ones. Um, it's a time that uh, is very difficult to get through, uh, but when we can point it again and again and again towards the incarnation mm-hmm. of Jesus, His second coming, you know, preparing for that, reuniting with the loved ones we've lost, um, it, it, the Catholic perspective mm-hmm. can really help us through. Right. Father, I'm curious. I know you've done a lot of uh, prison ministry. Yes. Uh, what is, is, does that have, what's that like during Advent with the, with the, the men or women in prison? Do, do, uh, do they get a sense of that or, or what's that like for you? Well, they, they do. And they're away from home and away from the ones they love. Yeah. yeah. You know, and so you have to give them that Christ is here anyway, God mm-hmm. is here, mm-hmm. and a lot of them really enter into it. I mm. mean, they really do, into the preparation, and things you can do like at Christmas time and stuff, mm-hmm. it means a lot more, and even in the outside world, because tragedies do happen, you yeah. know, mm-hmm. though a few of them happening right now, right. and during Advent, and in a way, it can make you feel, make you feel sadder, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and intensify that, but also to realize that God's there, and God's in this, you know, mm-hmm. and he wrote it, and when you lose a loved one, I mean, you miss them. That's a human, and it's a sign of your love too. That's yep. one of the rallies of the few. You know, that there's nothing wrong with mourning. You, you know, it's good to mourn over somebody, right? But to realize they're with a God that loves them too, and loves them even more than we can love them. You yes. know, and that He's in their hands, and yeah, you know, it's not a bad thing. Yeah, no. <laughs> ultimately, yeah. I was curious yeah. about that because again, many of us uh, speak about the the busyness and the kind of frenetic nature of this time of year, and for someone who's in prison or in jail, they, they don't have all of that going on. And so there's a simplicity that I think many of us kind of yearn for during this season. That's very, very proper. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was in a Trappist monastery for October. <laughs> oh, wow. 
No kidding. Yeah. And there is a simplicity to that. You yeah. Know? Yeah. For sure. And like here, when I get some time off, I think of the 10 things I should be doing and it's not done. Yeah. Know? Yeah. <laughs> Where when you're in the monastery, when you have an hour off, it's an hour off. Yeah, Absolutely. That that is uh, that is something that I've been really looking forward to during Advent is just to be able to really enjoy the peace of of that um, that holy season for us preparing and and it is to just I'm like okay I got to have all my Christmas shopping before Thanksgiving done <laughs> so I can enjoy Advent <laughs> and it shouldn't be that way you know I mean you should be able to just be able to take that time and enjoy the peace. That's why this snowstorm was so beautiful, mm. too, just to be home and that peacefulness and not thinking about 10 things you should have to be doing, mm-hmm. you know, and to be more conscious of that, I guess, to work harder, to to feel that peace mm-hmm. in Advent. Yeah. And prayer is the answer to that. And even with the gift giving, sometimes I get, well, this person gave me that, so I got to get them something at least that nice, and you start thinking, yeah. Yeah, and it should be that way. When, um, exactly, that lady yeah. was talking about the um, Advent wreath that her daughter gave her, you know, something like that. I mean, that was her daughter's heart and soul went yeah, into that wreath. Yeah. It's beautiful. <laughs> yes. That's beautiful. <laughs> yeah. And if our gift giving could be more like that, our heart and soul, like what we would want for the person, you know? Right, yeah. right. And, and we have done that more where... Um, as far as exchanging uh, even just something that's homemade or something I mean and not to take away from the shopping I mean Mm -hmm. you can buy something very heartfelt in fact uh, from Hurley's uh, how beautiful that you could get something that could help um, them grow in their spiritual uh, life you know, it really it would be a beautiful gift. So it's it's not all bad going out and shopping for gifts by any means. No, it's right. just putting it in the proper order right. um, for, you know, the proper order, you know, yeah, getting absolutely. ready for Christ. And, and he is the... He is the main event. He is the main gift mm-hmm. right, <laughs> to exactly. all of us. That's the main yeah. thing is that we really want to be prepared to receive the greatest gift. Exactly. And, and that's, it's not a matter of you know, gift giving is bad. It's, it's that you exactly. want to be able to receive the greatest gift. The greatest right. gift, and even with your gift giving, it's because I want you to have that, not because I owe you this gift because you gave me one, you know, mm-hmm. and get into that game more. The thing I used to do, my nieces and nephews, again, well, I've still got some young ones, but yeah. they're getting older now, but when I was young, all our uncles would try and impress him with like the best gift. Well, we we kind of have something in our family. I don't even know if I should share this, but we there's tends to be two people who give a joke gift. Oh yeah, and it's the best gift. Oh yeah, <laughs> just the gift of the family laughing and and uh, that is that is really fun. That is hilarious. Yeah. So, Father, we're kind of coming toward the end here, but are there are there traditions that you had as a child growing up or traditions that you continue to do right now during Advent, uh, things that, that are kind of special to you? Um, the thing I remember from when I was a kid, and it wasn't so it was we did a rosary with my mom when we got home from school. Mm. And I can actually remember as a kid sometimes wanting to get out of the house. Oh, sure, know? yeah. <laughs> Please, standard, yeah. But today how I cherish that memory. <laughs> yeah. And, that, and um, yeah, with Advent, go to church at Midnight Mass, too, in Florida. Yes. Back at that time, you'd see people you, know, you hadn't seen all year you know, that came home from yeah. Midnight Mass. And that was... And, and going there with my family, and even being a young adult, I would come home and I'd go there with my parents. You know, yeah, the church I grew up in. And that, That's fantastic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Love it. Well, thank you, Father. We, we're so grateful that you took the time to be in with us this morning to uh, to lead us in our straight talk segment. Uh, it was it was great. Oh, thanks. It was a pleasure. <laughs> and uh, I always like when we have a priest on. If we are able to make it work, if we can get a, a blessing from you, get your priestly blessing. Oh, I'd be very glad to. <laughs> and Heavenly Father. 
ask you send your Holy Spirit down upon us today, Lord, and be with us as we prepare for Advent, Lord, and help us to experience you in a real way. You're coming into the world, you know, and help us experience you this day, but you're coming to the world, Lord. And we thank you for the gift as a Savior, Lord, because we know it's a sign of your love for us. And may God bless you all, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. All right. Thank you, <laughs> thank Father. You. And thank you thank to all you. who called in. Reminder, this segment is 930 Central every Monday through Friday. We'll be right back with more Real Presence Live.